You've tuned in to Tracy R's program, Behind Closed Doors. Please listen to our disclaimer. This program explores all topics relating to sex work. The show is hosted by several sex worker peer hosts, and we pride ourselves on facilitating a comfortable space for sex workers to share their experiences. Behind Closed Doors aims to uncover what the sex industry is really like. We value the varied opinions and experiences of sex workers, and we also appreciate questions and curiosities from the general public. Our program, Behind Closed Doors, exists to bridge the gaps. Please be mindful that the nature of this program may not be for you and is not suited for little ease. There is also possibility of explicit language used. Hi everyone and welcome to Behind Closed Doors on 3CR 855 AM and digital. We are Australia's only sex worker radio show. I'm your host for today, Kitty Galore, and I'm with my co-host Dean Lim. Hi Kitty, hi everyone. Today we're going to talk about sex during these challenging times of COVID-19, particularly how it differs as part of social life for everyone versus sex workers. Before we begin, how have you been Kitty? Why, thanks for asking, Dean. I've been holding up okay, uh, spending a lot of my time doing some reading, catching up as many sunrays as I can before those early sunsets, and I'm actually quite pleased to hear about the easing of the restrictions as of last Monday, May the 11th. So, what about you? Yes, I'm the same. I'm happy about the restrictions slowly being lifted. It means we're moving in the right direction when it comes to dealing with COVID-19. I'm also glad to hear you're keeping busy. What I've been doing is I've been going for walks around my area, calling friends and fellow sex workers. I even started playing my old vinyl records. That sounds like a lot of fun. I hope there was some dancing involved. Of course there was dancing involved. (laughs) Hmm. Dean, it also sounds like you've been providing really good support to your male sex worker community. Yes, I have. I'm extremely grateful to have a roof over my head and to be okay During these times, some people in my community didn't have access to shelter or food, let alone financial security. Some of the people are migrant workers who don't have access to Centrelink or government support. That's why we've emailed and called to see if they are okay. You know, sometimes just a phone call is a good starting point to connect with someone. Mm, I agree. We have to remember that as humans, we're all born social creatures and social isolation really takes its toll on all of us. It's got great impacts on all communities across the board. And I know, I know there are many lone wolves listening in right now thinking, I have my plants, I have my pets, I like it on my own. But at the end of the day, there needs to be some level of human interaction. I agree. I'm actually an introvert. And to have people ask me how I am has been actually comforting and reassuring. I have felt less alone and less isolated. Mm, It reminds me just the other day, I had a neighbor who I've never actually spoken to come over and just say hello. And in itself was really nice. And that makes me think um, that Dean, if there are male sex workers listening in and would like some support, could you direct them to where they can go? I sure can. If you're a male sex worker wanting some support, you're welcome to connect with me via www.workingmangroup.org or via Twitter. And my Twitter handle is at Mr. Dean Lim, which is M-R-D-E-A-N-L-I-M. 
So, Kitty, you and I have planned to talk about sex and COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing kinky, and our listeners are going to find it interesting to hear how we dissect the difference between having sex as part of your social or relationship life versus having sex as a sex worker. We all, and when I say all, I actually mean all, we're all affected by COVID-19. And to give you a quick snapshot, given the recent easing on social, well, on restrictions, Anyone is allowed to visit and have sexual relations, up to five visitors. However, if you're a sex worker getting paid for sex, then that's an absolute no-no. And if you did, then there would be big fines for you. Interesting. So where are we going to go from here? Let's begin at the start, shall we? As we all know, this began a few months ago. COVID-19 hit, a global pandemic was declared, Australia began preparing its response. The response included a number of measures, and those measures included social distancing. This affected everyone, so overnight restrictions were tightened and sex work, along with many other types of work that was classed as non-essential, then became banned. That's right, Kitty. And this is how sex workers were impacted. As restriction policies were developed, the government put private workers in the same category as brothels and escort agencies. And this is actually very significant because the majority of sex workers in Victoria are private workers who do not work in a brothel or for an escort agency. In fact, you know, you and I are private sex workers. Yes, we are. The various categories of sex work are also very different. You've worked in a brothel before, Kitty. Can you tell us the difference between what it was like working in a brothel compared to what it is like now working as a private worker? Well, the differences are so stark. From my personal experience, working in a brothel meant introducing myself to all the clients who came to visit. This could mean saying hello to 20, 50, 100 or even 200 people in one night. You know, your experiences are so different from male workers, we didn't, you know, have that many clients. Uh, not def- certainly not, you know, up to two hundred. Oh, uh, well, yeah. on a Friday evening or Saturday evening as well, very easily there'd be that many people walking through the door. Mm. It does get very busy at certain brothels. Right, right. Okay, so we can see here that different sectors of the sex industry carry different types of risks of the coronavirus transmission. Yes, and Dean, before you go on, you know, I just want to hound in on how every part of the industry is so different from one another. Because back in my brothel days, a portion of those numbers would be my clients for the day. But now that I switch um, to private work in the last few years, I now only meet with the clients that I choose to meet. So rather than seeing and saying hello to so many different potential clients, on any given day, you know, in my life as a private sex worker, I oftentimes only see one client. And for me personally, strictly, no more than three in one day. Right. Okay. That that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, t- to reiterate, a private worker, you know, makes decisions on how many clients they want to meet in a single day. Whereas in brothels, sex workers, you know, usually meet many clients that come to visit. 
And this is just one of many differences. Yet the laws make no distinction between the different categories of sex work, and we're all treated the same under the coronavirus restrictions. This means a ban on all forms of sex work in Victoria. By definition, sex work involves physical, close contact between two or more people. And as a sex worker, I and many in our community are greatly affected. Not being able to work means no source of income. Sadly, it's been very difficult for many of us, and social distancing restrictions treat personal relationships quite differently from business relationships. And because sex work is classified as a business, it's therefore affected by business restrictions. So during this blanket ban, sexual relations between couples are allowed, even if the couple didn't live in the same house. But Dean, do you know who isn't allowed? sex workers. I know what you're getting at, Kitty. You know, a sex worker with a client who have been seeing each other on a regular basis are no longer allowed to meet up. Again, this is because sex work is treated as a business, not a personal relationship, and the industry of sex work is completely banned, or was completely banned, and still is banned. Mm, Okay. I want to make a very important point here. As a sex worker who has been banned from sex work, I am absolutely not complaining. I completely understand that sex work was banned to flatten the curve. And I'm okay with that. I am all for public safety. However, now that restrictions have been eased and couples are able to meet and have quotas, the laws are begging now to be questioned. Because the way I see it, Sex with a long-term regular client only differs from social sex because of the exchange of money. So where there is money, the sex then becomes banned because it's now classified as a business. And that is the business of sex work. So with the restrictions having been eased from Tuesday 12th of May at 11.59pm, visitors can come to one's home, can be up to five people as long as there is a social reason. And this includes unpaid sex. However, as you mentioned, Kitty, if there is an exchange of money, it becomes sex work. It's classified as business. And therefore, there is a blanket ban. No sex for me, Dean. You mean no sex work for you, Kitty? Nope, no sex for me at all, Dean. (laughs) (laughs) No money for us either, Kitty. (laughs) Yes, and so the way the law is currently designed... It does not matter that private sex workers operate differently from brothels and escort agencies. Under the current laws, we'll always get treated as if though we are a brothel. I would argue that our one-on-one professional relationship with our regular clients is more akin to everyday couple relationships than they are to working in a brothel. So let's discuss this further after an announcement. You're listening to Behind Closed Doors on 3CR 855 AM and Digital Radio. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855am. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. Welcome back. You're listening to Behind Closed Doors on 3CR. I'm Kitty Galore. And I'm Dean Lim. Before the announcement, Kitty and I were chatting about the past few months and how government restrictions have impacted sex workers. 
Now there is an easing of restrictions. Private sex workers are still not allowed to work, even though the general public is allowed to visit for social reasons, which includes sex as long as it is unpaid. Yes, and I'd like to ask us all to take some time to consider all of those who don't have a consensual partner to have sexual relations with. For example, certain members from the disabled community, war veterans, business workers, single or divorced members of the public. The list goes on. Well, I personally am very frustrated. You see, I believe the inherent problem here is that the law does not recognize private work as a different sector. And we have been lumped in with all other forms of sex work, like brothels, when we operate so differently. And just to recap, on the 11th of May 2020, the Victorian Premier, Daniel Andrews, announced the easing of the coronavirus restrictions, which allows people to visit each other for social reasons and having up to five visitors in a home. Some of these social reasons may include unpaid sex. All forms of sex work remain completely banned. Once again, private sex work is being treated the same as brothels and escort agencies, even though the work is very different and arguably carry a much lower risk of coronavirus transmission. The difference comes about because sex work is covered under the category of business, shopping, retail and food restrictions during coronavirus restrictions, whereas unpaid sex is covered under the category of personal staying at home restrictions. Good point. Let me tell you a story by using gender non-specific names. So we've got five people, Jamie, Riley, Jordan, Quinn, and Morgan. They're going to visit their friend, Charlie. Jamie and Charlie decide to get it on, and that's okay because that is legal. Once their social gathering is over and everyone goes home, Riley, who's a sex worker, gets called by her regular client. They've been seeing twice monthly for all of 2019. So here's a pop quiz. Can Riley see her regular client? Mm, no, not if she wants to remain professional and to get paid as a professional. Correct. So sex workers are sex workers because in general we don't do sex for free. Let me continue the example story. Riley, being a law-abiding citizen and an ethical sex worker, politely declines to her client and keeps up with the coronavirus restrictions. And a number of months later, when the restrictions are lifted, Riley gets another phone call from the same regular client saying that he'd like to meet with them one last time for all time's sake. But it'd have to be the last meeting given that they've now found a partner. So Riley, being a professional sex worker, very happy for her client's newfound happiness, but very sadly agrees. Great story, Kitty. There is a variety of clients and we always wish all of our clients the very best in whatever they choose to do. Yes, and you know, sex workers do that, but it doesn't change the fact that we are not currently able to maintain our professional relationships that we have devoted a lot of professional time to. Okay, let's go to a community service announcement now, and when we come back, we'll have another kitty pop quiz. You're listening to Behind Closed Doors on 3CR, Australia's only sex worker radio show. Breathe in and out. You're listening to 3CR. 
The only way that we can have a safe world is understanding each other in our difference, limiting the economic disparities between peoples of the world, and not saying that some people deserve dignity and respect and others don't. They're the pathways to safety and security, and we need to have the courage to say we have to continue to have those complex dialogues about how we move forward so that the values of diversity and inclusivity are in everybody's hearts and maybe even the hearts of politicians. 3CR celebrating diversity since 1976, 855 on your AM dial. Welcome back everyone. You're listening to Behind Closed Doors with Kitty Galore and Dean Lim on 3CR, 855 AM and digital. Okay, Kitty, another pop quiz? Yep. All right. This time we've got two characters. We've got Rowan, and they decide to meet with their partner, Rory. After two hours of socialising, good conversation, a bit of flirting and sex, Rory then says to Rowan, Rowan, you've made me miss my shift at Woolies, and you've torn three pairs of my good stockings. Um, My new lingerie set is no longer usable. There are cum stains on my suede leather Jimmy Choo's. Rowan then very politely responds with, how much do you need for me to cover you? The two of them then work the numbers out. They agree to payments and a transaction is finalized. Now, Dean, the question here is, has Rory and Rowan done something illegal? Yes, they have. The monetary exchange in itself categorizes the act as a business transaction and therefore it's sex work. 1,000 points for you. So before we wrap up, let's go over what happens next. Victorians can probably expect a further easing of coronavirus restrictions to happen in stages. As to how long each stage takes to roll out will depend on many factors. It appears, though, that sex work will be one of the last industries to be allowed to operate. It could be perhaps many months until sex workers are allowed to operate again. And the ongoing issue is the same. It's the fact that the Victorian government continues to classify private sex workers in the same category as brothels and escort agencies. You know, I want to ask our listeners, is this fair? And I'd also like to ask, what are the factors that are driving the government's treatment of sex workers during this time of coronavirus? We'll definitely have more to say about this next week. In recent developments in Victoria, the Victorian Public Accounts and Estimates Committee is conducting a coronavirus response inquiry. This means that the committee members will question government officials and other experts about how this state has responded to the crisis. One of the committee members is David Limbrick, a former guest on this show. On Tuesday the 12th of May as part of the inquiry, politician David Limbrick asked Victoria's Chief Health Officer, Professor Brett Sutton, about whether the government would recognise the different sex work sectors in Victoria's coronavirus response. We will be linking this response in our Twitter feed. That's great, Dean. The inquiry also is calling on any member of the public to write a submission expressing their opinions. We encourage any sex workers listening to have their say. Submissions can be as short or as long as you want and are due by 31st of July 2020. A link to the submissions can be easily found on our Twitter account, which is at 
ABCD3CR, simply click on the URL posted and follow the submission prompts. On a lighter note, the HD's paper created a beautiful piece of photojournalism that included sex worker Estelle Lucas, who's a former guest on our show. This article talks about workers who've lost their jobs in Victoria due to the coronavirus situation. This was covered by journalists Rachel Dexter and photographer Justin McManus, photographed all of them in their work clothes. The article gives you a snippet of how sex work life is impacted with no bookings allowed and fines for sex workers who are found breaching the social distancing laws of up to $20,000. Estelle, like many others in the sex industry, have seen their incomes disappear overnight. Estelle mentions that she's afraid that once this is over, she would have lost her connections that she's worked so hard to create with her clients. And as you know, Kitty, part of how professional sex work functions is that we maintain professional relationships, which mean we do not contact our clients or become too attached to respect their professional and personal relationships, very much like the story you mentioned earlier. Next week, we're going to further explore how sex work is really not too dissimilar from other forms of work other than the unfortunate stigmatisation that we suffer from. As the restrictions are slowly lifted, we are looking to interview a variety of people from our community. So whether you are a sex worker or ally, please write to us. We can easily do a phone interview and you can connect with us over email bcd3cr at gmail.com and let us know what you'd be interested in bringing to air. So tune in next Thursday, 6pm on 3CR 855am on the dial when Kitty and I will further explore topics about the inconsistencies and discrimination around sex work and laws, even though there is an easing of stage three restrictions here in Victoria, COVID-19 is an ever-changing situation where we need to monitor it pretty much on a daily basis. That is why next week, we are going to have a special episode doing further investigation of this. On Behind Closed Doors, we really do aim to create a sense of community. So we strongly encourage our listeners to write into us. Our email is bcd3cr at gmail.com. Tweet us. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if you have any questions or topics you'd like to see us cover. We really do want to hear from the many voices in the sex worker community because our community is based on so many people from very different experiences, cultures, ideologies, genders, sexualities, and that's what makes Behind Closed Doors such an interesting program because we are generally interested in hearing from so many different voices because there is never one, just one voice in this community. And there can never be one voice of this community. Even though I grew up in Australia, I'm a person of colour and I really do like to see other people represented and heard in the media as well as on 3CR and behind closed doors 
So I'm actually really looking forward to sharing my experiences as well as the many experiences of the people in my community with all of you. Thanks again for listening to Behind Closed Doors. We are Australia's only sex worker radio show on 3CR 855 AM and digital radio. This is Tones and I with Never Seen the Rain.
only way that we can have a safe world is understanding each other in our difference, limiting the economic disparities between peoples of the world, and not saying that some people deserve dignity and respect and others don't. They're the pathways to safety and security, and we need to have the courage to say we have to continue to have those complex dialogues about how we move forward so that the values of diversity and inclusivity are in everybody's hearts and maybe even the hearts of politicians. 3CR celebrating diversity since 1976, 855 on your AM dial. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. 